0: Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Chris Garotta and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is building our future. This is a unique time in the history of St. Michael. God is calling us to take courageous steps forward. Together, we will build a future where the kingdom of God can be seen and known in new ways. As the psalmist says, send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7. Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do many deeds of power in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evildoers. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house— And it fell and great was its fall now when jesus had finished saying these things the crowds were astounded at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority and not as their scribes here ends the reading i grew up in florida and have spent a decent amount of time at the beach in central florida where i grew up we had a choice to go to the gulf beaches or the atlantic beaches Now for many people, this isn't much of a choice at all. Most people I know love the Gulf side because the sand is like powdered sugar, soft, super soft, and pillowy. They're right, which is why I often preferred the Atlantic side, the firm sand. Now the Atlantic side is often less picturesque than the Gulf side, but my favorite thing to do at the beach is walk on the sand. And it's a whole lot easier to walk a while when the sand is packed firmly. Now, I thought of this image when reading today's gospel lesson. We all know the difference between a solid surface and a soft surface. Anyone hearing Jesus's parable would have understood that building on rock is far better than building on sand. Of course, the rain and the wind came and wrecked the house built on the sand. Sand is meant to shift and reform over time. At the time Jesus was teaching and healing, the world was in an uproar. Rome, the political and military power of the day, was just settling into a new way of being and the world was trying to settle down with it. Yet, there were plenty of small states, such as Judea, that remained behind the Roman curve. People in Judea, which is basically the area we call Israel today, were uncertain about their future and were making it up as they went along. Into that uncertainty, stepped Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus inherited the tradition of Noah and Moses and David, and Jesus spoke as an authority on what God had done in the world and what God was doing right then. Jesus was doing something new, something that hadn't been done before, and the leaders quickly rejected him for it. Now, we might be tempted to say that the leaders were trying to remain rigid in their teachings, just like a rock is rigid, That kind of idea is pervasive in Christian circles today. Too many Christians tether themselves to the way things have always been, anchoring themselves on tradition, like an unmovable rock. For many, this faithfulness in the past is representative of their integrity and their consistency. But just like the religious leaders of Jesus' day, they miss the point of this powerful parable. Jesus was not speaking of the world. Jesus was speaking of God's kingdom. When Jesus referenced the rock and the sand, Jesus wasn't literally calling people to anchor their lives on what is physically unmovable, like the things that had always been done. Instead, Jesus was calling people to anchor their lives on what is spiritually true and solid, and that is God's hope for the world. As Christians in the 21st century, we are surrounded by a world that can scare us every day. We are bombarded with scary things, scary images and stories about how we might be hurt, how we might lose what is most valuable to us, and how the world is changing from the great place it used to be. And into that sea of fear and mistrust steps Jesus into a world in which it's easy to be afraid all the time steps the peace and love of Christ that defeats fear and death itself. Into the uncertainty of the world steps the certainty of God. We are lucky, you and me. To live in a time when we can challenge ourselves to anchor our lives on the rock of God's infinite love. We are lucky to face a world that needs us to be the hands and feet of love in tangible ways each and every day. I have no doubt that you will be or have already been challenged by uncertainty and worry and anxiety today. But do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, for God is with you always to the end of the age. Do not be afraid, for we are building our house of faith upon the rock that transcends the pain of this world. Thanks be to God that we have the courage of Christ in us, and together we can do all things. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.